Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Standing up for the little guy for the greater good. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Andrew Shearer joins us later on on the program. He was Canada's youngest parliamentary speaker at the age of 35. He's uh, pursuing the leadership of the Conservative Party of Canada and wants to be Prime Minister of the country. He's fluently bilingual from Saskatchewan. He'll join us in about uh, about 45 minutes. Dr. Christian Luprecht is uh, with us, professor of political science at the Royal Military College and Queen's University, international expert on military and defense issues, the author of nine books, and understands what's going on in the world better than better than most. Christian, uh, thanks for taking time on a Sunday. French citizens today began voting for their new president. Um, might it be Marine Le Pen? Who do, who do you like? Who do you think is going to win this? Well, look, I think this is unlike any election that the Fifth Republic has had since 1958. Uh, and the results or the preliminary results show this, that two outsiders with really very little experience um, Mélenchon of, uh, on, on the one hand and Macron uh, together are probably going to come in at about the same percentage of votes as sort of the insiders in, in Fillon and uh, uh, Marine Le Pen. Um, and the fact that sort of the two people who propose extremist, fairly extreme solution, political solutions, Marine Le Pen and Mélenchon, again, are going to probably bring in together about as many votes as people who support a, who support more centrist or more conventional solutions. As say Fillon and uh, and Macron, I think shows that this is a very deeply divided country and uh, with with very different visions of what it's going to take for the country to move forward. And so, so even even though today is the first voting for the president, uh, could what happens between today and then the runoff, the second round of voting, assume there's going to be a second round, could what happens between those two times still change the outcome of the of the of the runoff dramatically? Sure, I think so. Nothing's certain here in the sense that people. So Mélenchon uh, seems to be doing much better than people had expected. He's very much to the left, right? Uh, correct. correct. So he has fairly, uh, shall we say, extreme solutions to the left and. One of the interesting hypotheses is to what extent will people who supported Mélenchon in the second round be prepared to support Marine Le Pen since she's the one who would be closest in terms of fairly radical uh, uh, change and and solutions in quotation marks to the challenges that France is facing. So uh, this is certainly not uh, as done a deal for um, uh, Macron, should he move on to the second round, as uh, many people uh, think. Um, it's so, going to be, yeah. let, let me ask you this. How has the influx of migrants, coupled with the major terror attacks in Paris and Nice, as well as other terror attacks elsewhere in France, how has that affected the French voter? Are they prepared to set aside their usual voting habits, and this is what we were getting at, I guess, in the interest of voting for the person who promises the greatest security for France. Is that the mindset of the French citizen now? So that's not the shift, of course, that we've seen in the polling and in the results. Uh, this is really, I mean, until Friday, if you want, uh, uh, this election was really about uh, a scatter plot of issues without any particular focus. And then all of a sudden, uh, national security and terrorism became 
the singular focal point. And so people figured that this would shore up the conventional candidates and the people who are tougher on uh, on security and work probably to the detriment of, uh, of Macron. And that's not what we see here. And it's also what followed then the precedent of what we had in 2012. If you think back to 2012, we had the attack on the Jewish school in Toulouse uh, just shortly before the election. People figured that that was going to shore up Sarkozy. Uh, and in the end, that's not the outcome that we saw. So it seems that while the security issue and immigration issues are heavily mediatized, uh, I think uh, the people who position themselves as I'm the best leader for France and to move France ahead continue to resonate strongly with the voter and in a country that uh, of, of Sartre and sort of the, the relatively negativity and criticism that France is famous for, someone like Macron who's campaigning on this very okay. positive hope sort of campaign, which is completely unusual for French politics. Okay, Christian, we have, we have the French election taking place. That's underway. We have a British election taking place in a few weeks' time that uh, Prime Minister May just called so that she feels she can have the kind of support and and power base to drive through Brexit. And there's the German election coming up in a matter of months. Do you foresee a sea change in how those three countries are governed and therefore a sea change in the European Union or, or not so likely? So I want to be cautious in the sense that pollsters have, of course, not done a particularly great job in recent elections at no, they haven't. outcome correctly. So anything can happen here. But I think given the disarray that the opposition is in in the, in the UK, I think there's people expect that, uh, that Theresa May will win. But look at how she's positioning herself, not as the Brexit uh, premier, but rather as the person who's best able to govern the United Kingdom. And in Germany, given the way the electoral system is set up, I think it is a foregone conclusion that the grand coalition between the conservatives and the socialists, uh, the social democrats, will continue to prevail, uh, in particular given the fairly systematic way in which uh, Chancellor Merkel has positioned herself as a, as a quasi-social democrat with many of the policies that she pursues that has made it very difficult for parties on the left. Okay, in the 30 seconds in the 30 seconds we have left Christian, what does your gut tell you? I shouldn't be asking a political scientist what his gut tells him, but what does your gut tell you? Uh, I think we're going to get a, a strong uh, alignment I think between France and Germany going forward in favor of the European Union. Uh, and a good, solid collaboration with the United Kingdom because everybody, I think, in the end knows they're better off together. And I think that's ultimately also what the voters understand, that even though the U.K. will leave the European Union, there will continue to be a strong association. Um, and so I think we will, uh, much, I think, will return to reasonable normalcy okay. uh, going forward. And that will also be, uh, I think, in, in, in work in Canada's favor, given what's going on south I, of the border. I appreciate you you're taking time on a beautiful Sunday afternoon to talk to us. It's been my pleasure, Roy. Thanks, Christian. All the best to you, Dr. Christian Luprecht from the uh, Royal Military College and from uh, Queen's University, professor of political science, international expert on military and defense issues.